Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. Um, If I sound weird, not just like my normal, you know, cold that I've had for sinus infection shit that I've had for like two years now, um, the audio, if it sounds weird, I'm having some trouble with the uh, electronics of it all, the microphone, the sounding system, my headphones, everything's acting very fucked up, and I have no other choice but to blame Mercury Retrograde for that, so yeah. That's where I'm at. Speaking of, how's it going for y'all? Mercury retrograde, you guys all hanging in there, holding on? Because I'm not. Um, definitely not. I think karma was <laughs> decided to be like, you know what? This bitch told everybody how to handle Mercury retrograde. Let's fuck her up and make her really have to learn how to handle Mercury retrograde. Because that's exactly what's fucking happening to me. Literally, guys. <sighs> so a few weeks before Mercury retrograde started... I had this premonition, this feeling that I could not fucking shake. It would not go away. No matter what I did, it did not go away. So I just ignored it, which is the opposite of what I tell you guys to do. But I don't take my own advice very well, so I ignored it. And I'll be fucking damned if it wasn't literally trying to tell me something. So Monday, I... uh, had something happen that brought all of those feelings to the forefront and made me realize uh, why I had those feelings. Like everything, the premonitions, everything was legit. So, uh, yeah, if you guys remember last week, I told you that Mercury retrograde, the effects can start up to two weeks in advance. And these feelings started about two weeks before this. So everything blew up on Monday. Um, I'm not going to get into details what it was, but it's fucking was horrible probably could have been prevented or at least um addressed way earlier had I actually listened to my fucking gut and not blew it off and ignored it so um it's been a ride and I'm still dealing with it and I look to be dealing with it for a few more months honestly I don't think this is going to just slide away uh it is what it is um I ignored my gut and I emotionally fucked myself over. So yay for that. This is the thing. Self-care has been literally the only thing that's got me through this week. And it's only because of creating the episode to share information with you guys that I was able to pull myself together and listen to my own advice late, but I still did listen. So self-care and everything that I talked about in that last episode really helped me get through this week. (laughs) Now I'm going to learn to um, take my own advice a lot more often, honestly, because it was horrible and I don't want to do that again. I was not happy (laughs) with the way things worked out. So um, again, I'm still dealing with it. I don't want to get into the whole topic of it because I'm just trying to move past it all. It's going to be incredibly hard. Um, These situations are always hard for me to begin with. And it makes it harder that I didn't trust myself to begin with to avoid this type of situation. So, with that said, Mercury Retrograde has fucking sucked so far. And we've still got quite a bit of ways to go. So, I really hope everyone is holding on and doing okay. Because it's going to be a rough couple more weeks while we we get through this. Um, Yeah. But, I did not listen to myself. And that is the the lesson to be learned here 
And the thing is, is that life is going to continue to give us lessons and to throw these tests and, and things at us until we learn. And how many times do we have to have the same thing repeated until we fucking learn our lesson? However many times it takes us to fucking learn, I guess. Oh my gosh, it's just been rough. Um, yeah, retrograde's not been fun for me. There's been a lot of things going on in the world. Um, I don't want to obviously get into political bullshit or anything. I know that um, it's been rough for a lot of people, not just retrograde related, but in general, there's a lot of things going on, a lot of horrible, horrible incidents and events, and I just am so ready to be at a, a time where we could all just get along and all learn to live with one another and not be total fucking assholes but I don't see that coming anytime soon so you know we we can hope and we can try to manifest it but the only thing that we can really do is try to be the best version of ourselves be inclusive of others try to put ourselves in other people's shoes try to be empathic towards others and caring and kind and hope that we can make a little bit of change for even just a few people so This week's episode is all about signs and symbols and omens and everything like that. Signs are everywhere. It is up to you to choose to see those signs and those symbols, things that are trying to tell you something. If you're like me, you ignore them because you don't, you know, you just don't pay attention or you ignore them or you think, oh, it's okay. We're going to talk about everything um, sign and symbol related today. I do want to um, talk about this book real quick. I will put the information in the Basic Witch group and I will put it in the show notes of this episode. It's called The Illustrated Signs and Symbols Sourcebook. An A to Z compendium. I can't say that word. (laughs) Compendium of over a thousand designs by Adele... Nosedar, Nosedar. So sorry, Adele, if I mispronounced your last name. I'm sure I did. This book I was lucky enough to get at Amazon or at, um, Barnes and Noble one day for like twenty four dollars. If I remember right, last time I looked this up on Amazon, it was like a hundred and some dollars. Y'all, if you get a chance to go to Barnes and Nobles and they still happen to have a copy, they are cheap, um, cheaper than Amazon, I believe. I'll, I'll look again on Amazon here in a second and let you guys know. Um, the actual price of them, but it was, uh, it was a book that just called to me when I went in. I got this, fuck, 20, I want to say 19, definitely 2019. We just happened to go in, um, we were killing time for something and we went in and I thought, oh, you know, let's just grab this book. No, 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 it was not 2019. It was way before that. I take that back might have been 2016 or 17 anyway we were killing time we popped into um barnes and noble i think we were there to look at tarot card sets maybe because i had mentioned that they had some uh, new ones that they gotten in anyway we popped in and we were getting ready to walk out and this book just called out to me and fucking screamed my name from across the fucking store um and I saw it, and I had to go get it and look at it. And the tag said, uh, 
originally like $40 or something. I was like, yeek, that's a lot for a book. But I flipped it over and had a sale tag on it on the back for $24.97 or something like that. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, I have to get this. This book literally is calling to me from literally way the fuck over there. And something is telling me to go buy this motherfucker. And it has come in so handy for me. Because there are sometimes you see a drawing or a symbol or a sign or something and you see it in a lot of places but you have no fucking clue what it's called what it means nothing nowhere no idea where to start you could type in things on online and try to get a guess but sometimes it's really fucking hard to to pinpoint what you're trying to say so this book literally has fucking actual symbol it's illustrated symbols of all kinds of things sigils symbols just signs all kinds of fucked up shit in it and it has been the most interesting handiest fucking book I have ever bought hands down would do it again 100 100% it's so fucking hand like I just can't stop going on about it which was really cool because I just randomly opened up to the um page 140 guys there's like 500 fucking pages on this thing um I just happened to open up to page 140 and it's at the top says Zoso and the four symbols, and it's the four symbols for Led Zeppelin. Um, each band member has their own symbol or sigil uh, that represents them, which is super cool because I went through a phase where I was fucking just absolutely obsessed with Led Zeppelin. I still love them dearly, but I was fucking obsessed with them, and I got all four symbols tattooed around my wrist like a bracelet. And It's the coolest thing ever because these symbols all have fucking meaning that I did not know about until way later in life after I got those tattoos. So definitely something really cool. Um, I'll put this information in the show notes and um, I'm going to look and see uh, how much it is on Amazon if, you know, if anybody was interested. Plus, I'll actually have a picture of it on the Facebook group and on Instagram. Instagram is Cassie the Basic Witch. That way you guys can kind of see what the cover looks like. So if you do go look. Because a lot of times books, like you'll type in the name of a book that you want. And it will say like, um, say you type it in and it'll bring up books. But if you don't know what the cover looks like, it can be kind of confusing. So I will uh, definitely put that in there. It's definitely very interesting and something cool. I need to actually just do like a whole video of all my books again. I did it years ago, but I've added a lot more. I need to do a video of like a book tour video of all the different books that I use very frequently. Um, I'm not going to bother with the ones that I don't use a lot, but definitely something I need to do. So yeah, um, let me find out how much it is on Amazon and we will dive into the episode for y'all. if I sound a little funny other than like the sinus cold infection thing that I've had going on for a year it is because my electronics do not want to cooperate today in true retrograde fashion I had to re-record the intro about seven times so if I don't sound super enthused in it or I sound like okay let's just get this shit over with it's because I've recorded it like seven fucking times I always make sure that my mic is fully charged, but for some reason, it completely died after about 30 seconds of talking the first time, and then, like, the second through sixth times, it just didn't want to fucking do anything, so, yeah. 
not surprised. So that pissed me off. So I went outside and um, walked barefoot in the ground to ground myself like I love to do. It's the best grounding technique for me personally. Everybody's different. But I smoked a cigarette and walked outside barefoot and just kind of soaking all in. And I stumbled across a patch of wild mushrooms in my yard. It's a fucking huge patch. Huge patch. Not normally where the fae leave offerings and I leave offerings for them. Not in that normal area where they are, but in a totally different area. So I'm not really sure um, what that's about, but I'm going to go check it out when we're done here. So I'm kind of excited about that. I'm not really sure what kind of mushrooms they are, but I do have this app on my phone called Plant This or Picture This, I think. I have to look. Anyway, you can take a picture of whatever it is, a flower, a mushroom, any kind of plant, and it'll tell you exactly what kind of plant it is, how to care for it, and everything like that. The app is $29.99 a year, but it is so worth it if you do a lot of things like that. So, just a, a, yeah, shout out for that. That's not an ad, like a plug or anything. It's just something I really love. I did look up the price of the book on Amazon. You guys, it has went down dramatically. You can get it for as low as $21 used or $33 for a new one. So, that is a really good fucking deal. This book is awesome. So, speaking of everything being all fuckered up, before we dive into this, I was getting a tattoo yesterday. I know, big shocker, Cassie always get tattoos. I know. However, this kind of ties together with everything. I um, was very indecisive. Like, I have, indecisive is not really the right word. I have no less than 150 tattoo ideas picked out, ready to go at any point in time. I am ready several that I want to get before I start doing my fill-in for my sleep stuff. So, we go in yesterday, and I had this. I actually got the weekend off, guys. Like, I've had the whole weekend off, and it's been fantastic. So, I go in, and we get the stencil on, and I picked... It's the palm, the hand for when you... Like, for palm reading, like, the, the icon of it, basically. But all the markings were my actual palm markings. It was going to go on the back of my right arm, upper arm, like my bicep, tricep, whatever that is. The one on the bottom is your bicep, right? Or is it tricep because it's opposite? Whatever. The one that faces back, like if you look at my backside, you'd see it. So Travis gets a stencil on and everything, and we're, we go out to, um, to smoke before we do it, which I know we smoke a lot. We got to quit. But we get all ready. And then I'm like, no, let's, let's do something else today. My bitch ass had him draw that whole fucking thing up. Get the stencil ready. The stencil on my fucking body. And I'm like, no, you know what? Let's do this instead. <laughs> He's got to get so annoyed with me. So then he starts drawing out the other one, which I don't know if you guys have seen the picture. I have two eyes on um, right above my elbows or under my elbows. If my arms are down, they're under my elbows. And then I have um, two geometric type symbols. They both mean different things in the middle and it's top towards my wrist, this is all on the back side, would be, um, I'm going to get pentacles that look like my earrings, because I really love the, the design there, so he starts drawing them out, gets some size, starts getting the stencil ready, and I'm like, you know what, <laughs> let's do just some, let's just do something small for today, because I don't really feel like taking care of two more tattoos on top of, you know, the ones I'm already healing from the last two weeks, so, cool, we stop. So I put a little mobile on, mobile, mobile, I don't know, fuck, whatever, on my arm. 
It is a moon with like a sun behind it. It's kind of just the outline. We didn't color anything in yet. Um, and hanging down are two feathers with a crystal in the middle. And I fucking love it. I think it's beautiful. I do want to add color to it and everything. So that's the, the one I got, the little one. And then we start doing some touch-ups on some other ones. We get everything all cleaned up, put away. It's like 8, eight o'clock at night now. Granted, it's a Saturday and neither one of us have to work today. We get it all cleaned up and everything ready, you know, cleaned up the shop's clothes up. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? My flower moon tattoo from like two weeks ago is healed. Let's add color to that. I thought the poor man was going to kill me because I just kept changing my mind and wanting to do this and do that and everything. But he was super sweet and went with it and it was great. Um, so yeah, that that's another part of working retrograde that's like, holy fuck, the mind changing or, you know, the changing of everything, your mind, your feelings, your thoughts, everything. He's actually in there giving himself a tattoo right now. Um, he just had a client leave just a, a little bit ago. So now he's doing, he's uh, touching up his baths basically. If you guys have seen the bats on my neck, he has the same bats on his arm going up. It's really cool. So, let's dive into this. Signs and symbols are everywhere, guys. Like, literally everywhere. And there's something so enticing and mesmerizing by a sign or a sigil. Because we see something as simple as three dots in a specific order. And we instantly get a, a feeling or a vibe or a sense or something from just that that quick visual it it literally puts something in our our brains or our minds or it triggers something for us to know that that has some kind of meaning to us now everybody not everyone is going to see a symbol and have it mean the exact same thing to them or the same feeling or experience that same sense that you that you personally get from that and that's what's so really cool about signs and and sigils and symbols of any kind is that they have they all have a, a really broad generic meaning that can be you know defined but they all also create a personal feeling and you may not be familiar with every sign symbol or sigil out there But the ones you do know, they create this feeling, this sense, this memory, this overall aura for you when you see them. And they do something to you. And it can be like angel numbers. People see, you know, they'll see a repeating number or they'll see the same numbers all the time. They'll see like, um, you know, 1111. A lot of people see 1111 all the time. It comes up on the clock. They just happen to look at the clock and it's 1111 or 333 or whatever. And some people call them angel numbers. You can type in... Um, what the number is that you see followed by the words angel number on Google and it'll come up with some meaning and tell you what what it's supposed to mean um, in, in general or generic or whatever but that doesn't mean that that only means that definition that's given there it can absolutely 100% have a different meaning if it's to you if it's you know about you for you whatever for instance um it's just a number, but the 13, 13, everybody's like, oh, that's a bad number. You know, some hotels don't even have a 13th floor because they refuse to have a 13th floor. They will go straight from 12th floor to 14th floor, skipping 13th floor every time. Some people just associate 13 with bad luck for some reason, especially if it falls on a Friday. They see that a Friday the 13th as a sign of bad luck or, 
you know, doom or whatever. For me, I was born on Friday the 13th, so I find it to be my lucky number. 13 has always been my lucky number. When Friday the 13th happens to come around, it's been a lucky day for me for the most part. So, we give it the power, guys. It is literally in our hands what we give power to. Kind of like with when we're talking about good luck, bad luck stuff. We control that, the power that these, these signs, these symbols, these sigils have. Because it's what we allow ourselves to feel, believe, think, sense, whatever from these specific things. Again, what you get from one may not be the same as someone else. Somebody may see um, a pentacle and have a much different reaction than what you have personally and it's okay because we're all different and I'm not just talking about you know symbols and and signs I'm talking like inanimate objects that look like something else you know there could be something like um like the 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 hooks on the back of a door in a public restroom there's the one that has the two screws in it and it has um like a long hoop coming off not like a hoop but like a hook to me it looks like a person with long nose like I see a face in it and these things can also be a sign or something to someone. It, it just, I'm kind of going on a tangent in the wrong direction for this moment, but it is a sign that you see that if you're the person, you know, the kind of person that sees things like that, automatically thinks of something like a person, or maybe it reminds you of something or whatever, but it brings back some kind of feeling about to you because you gave it the power to do that. And that's a lot of, um, awesome thing you know awesome side of witchcraft because we control what has power and what doesn't for instance the cross so many people religious people are very you know the cross has so much power for me and I you know this is just a very powerful symbol it symbolizes and represents so much whereas some people the cross means nothing because they don't believe in that so we assign power to these objects, to these signs, to these symbols, based on what we feel and what we allow ourselves to feel. Same with tarot cards. So tarot cards, every deck is pretty much generally the same concept. Um, in general, in tarot cards, fives are normally negative, um, depending on you know how they're read, but. For each reader, the feelings the cards can have a different feel or a different pull or a different meaning depending upon what spread they're in. I mean, if you do a five, uh, three card, excuse me, a four card draw, and one of the cards is a, like the five of cups, which is you know, and like despair, sadness, whatever. Um, it's just a bad card in general, but. If you put it with something that's all about good stuff, it could just be the downside of something warning you not to do something. I, I know that sounds very confusing, but it doesn't always have to be horribly negative. It's what we give it the power to have. And in tarot card spreads, I mean, it just may be like a warning instead, or maybe something saying, ah, you know, I, I wouldn't go with that route, but you're good. Or it's a sign to be like, hey, yeah, you're on the right the right track because that's going to be bad. So you want to stay away from that. So, see so, what I mean? It it has its own power in different ways because we've allowed it to have that power. And it's not just you know 
tarot cards or oracle cards or runes or anything like that. It's literally anything in life. We give the power to these things. We give these signs, sigils, symbols, everything. We give it the power by what we believe and what we choose to to give power to. Seeing it, you know, seeing a symbol that means a lot to you, 1111, for instance, a number here, that can mean a lot to a lot of people. That could be their lucky time of day or something. You know, they just happen to look at it almost all the time on time. It's because our body has sensed it, sensed that this is important to us, and it senses that it's, you know, time to, to check in. We may see 1110 or 11. 11- 1110 but we go back and we look again for 1111 because our body is triggering us to go and look for it not saying it holds any less power it's just that our bodies have become accustomed to in our mind to knowing that we need to see that for some reassurance of something and that's because we've given the for instance that number 1111 that power to hold on to us when this happens guys the the feelings that we get are real. You can't tell me when you see a sign of something that, you know, you, something you're really drawn to. Like for me, the Ohm symbol. I have it um, right on, you know, right around my wrist area. And I see that all the time and it reminds me for peace. It reminds me to stop, to breathe, to calm myself down, to remember my path and what I'm doing. And that holds a lot of power for me. And it's very strong because I've assigned it that power and so when I see that anywhere like in a movie you know I might see it in the background or on someone or on something and it has that power to bring back memories and feelings and even a sense of overwhelming calmness because I've allowed it to have that power over me and to associate that symbol with that power I hope that makes sense. I know it kind of sounds like I'm just saying the words power and, and and symbols and sigils over, but I have chosen to allow the ohm sign to hold a specific power over me. So when I see it, it triggers something inside of me that just brings up so many emotions and feelings and memories and and so many other things, visions even, that I know that I'm seeing it for a reason. It's telling me, okay, I'm seeing that there. What is going on in my life that I need to slow down and calm down for, that I need to reassess, I need to make sure that I am doing things the correct way. I'm not going down a a wrong path here or something like that. So it's all about what we allow with it. Again, we are all different. What I see with the ohm may be something completely different than what you see with the ohm and that's 100% fine because we are completely different individuals we only need to worry about ourselves in that aspect that what we have, what we feel, what we see what we've assigned the power to is for us what someone else sees, feels with it is none of our business we don't need to ask I mean you can, 100% you can but some people are very personable about it they don't want to share the meanings of everything with them because it's something that is a personal, I don't want to say like a personal relationship, but it's just a personal feeling between that person and the power they've given that, that symbol or whatever. 
again, I know guys, I'm sounding really crazy, but y'all understand. You'll get it. We see things and it triggers that side of us that we've we've assigned to that specific symbol or, or sign. Um, a lot of people see 911 and they instantly get a gut reaction that something bad is happening or something is going on or it's an omen that something is about to happen and they instantly become very panicked or very aware of their situation and their surroundings and everything. And it's the same concept. We are assigning that power to 9-11 to make us be alert, be prepared, expect something bad or whatever. It's what's making us act. And that's the whole point of this. We see something and it's making us act and react. It just depends on what we've assigned for that specific item, you know. I feel like I'm just kind of like talking in circles, but I swear to you, it has a, has a meaning, has a point. I promise you. Whew. So think about, think about this. Think about seeing a sign or symbol that's really important to you now. Think about a time before when you, when you may have seen that and you didn't know what that meant. Okay. Say, um, before you became a witch or you realized who you were and you saw the symbol of the true woman goddess. Okay. That probably didn't trigger any feelings in you. It didn't trigger any emotion, any memories, maybe a little bit of curiosity as to what it is, but it probably didn't trigger much from you because you didn't have knowledge of its power or what it fucking meant for that matter. Now, when you see that symbol, it really hits differently. You have a different reaction, different feelings, different memories, different thoughts, different senses, all of that coming back up to you and coming out that the you from years ago before you knew what that meant would have no idea, no feeling or no reaction to it at all. That's because we have given it the power to have that feeling and meaning and everything along with that. But it's not just actual signs and symbols that you see places. These are actions as well. Or, you know, some people see it as omens. Omens, omen is can be really anything, honestly. Um, being outside and missing a loved one and having a cardinal fly into uh, the area and land on a branch next to you or a bench or something, wherever you're at. Or you just be looking out the window and just happen to see a cardinal while you're literally thinking about a lost loved one. Because cardinals in general represent our dead loved ones, you know, coming back to check on us. That would be a sign as well. Or a symbol or you know, an omen, whatever it is that you want to, to label it, it is exactly that. Or finding a four-leaf clover, and that's a symbol that, hey, this is going to be a lucky day, or this is a lucky timer. It can happen at a point where you're completely lost in life, and you're, you know, deciding between a couple things of, of wondering, you know, what you should do, and then you happen to look down and find a four-leaf clover, and that right there could trigger a response for you to be like, oh, okay, this is a sign I need to do this. It, it gives you that reassurance that you were correct, you were right, this is what you need to do. Um, it's kind of like a, hey, hello, yeah, here's your sign, this is what you need to do, a symbol. A lot of times, um, back when I was religious and went to church, I constantly asked God for a sign to show me that he was real. I just wanted a sign 
And the loudest fucking truck made its appearance. Yay. No, I, I did a lot. I asked for a sign. Just show me some kind of sign that you're real. Give me some sign that you're real. And I never got it. And if he's out there, if, if God is real and I have missed the signs, I don't know what to say because I asked for them, but I never got one. I never got a sign that he was real. And that just kind of reaffirmed my beliefs that it wasn't real. So this is what I'm talking about. You you know, you're we've assigned power to these things. I at that point honestly the lights flickering would have been like, okay, yep, that's a sign, but they didn't even do that. So little things again all the time you know, we may ask the spirits, give me a sign you're here if you're you know, you're trying to speak to spirits or do a communication session and you say, Okay, give me a sign that someone is here and the lights flicker or you hear a noise outside or something, we have taken that as reassurance that we are right, we're doing what we thought, you know, we're on the correct path or whatever the case may be. These are all really important things to pay attention to. For me, one of the big quote-unquote signs is finding a feather. You guys know that I'm obsessed with feathers. I collect feathers all the time. I go on walks, whatever. I walk around, I look for feathers. I specifically go places just to find and collect feathers. But if I'm in my backyard and I'm like trying to clear my head or ground myself and I look down and there's a feather there, that tells me that whatever I was, you know, dealing with, it just instantly fucking makes me pick one way or the other. I don't know why I couldn't pick before, like if I'm trying to decide between two things, but if I find a feather and the answer comes in my head fucking immediately because I've assigned that power to that. I've let it hold that power. I've given the power to the universe of, okay, here, I found a feather. This is the answer. And you guys can't tell me you've never had something like that happen. Maybe not necessarily a feather or a cardinal or four-leaf clover or anything, but or lights flickering, but you've had something happen in your life where you were questioning or you were confused or whatever, and you came across something or found something or heard something or saw something, and you're like, oh, yep, that's the sign. That's the sign I need to do this or do that or whatever. Because we've all done it. We've all done that. It happens to every single one of us. It's just us giving the power over to those situations to actually let it go through. So it's all about power that we allow things to have. We allow these actions. We allow this to even come to fruition and be. Because we are allowing the power to be there and be for those specific things. So... It's really amazing when you when you look back and think about everything and how far you've come from where you were. It's just amazing because we are here with a lot of help to a lot of help from things like this and signs of feelings and things happening that gave us a feeling or gave us a sign or whatever you want to call it, gave us an omen to say, oh you should do this or yep this is the way you should go and then we go about our merry way and here the fuck we are later and we're like oh all because of this little thing you know it's amazing how trusting our feelings and stuff can get us so far down a path and to on so much amazing things that we even have the opportunity to look back and be like wow this is how I got here this is uh, probably a good time to stop and take a little break 
and we will dive in with some more info that will get, I promise you guys there's a point to all of this, I promise you, just, just keep listening, I promise. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Um, <laughs> so I just replayed some of that last section that I did. And y'all, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I don't remember saying like 90% of that. Mercury retrograde is really fucking with me. I don't know if I just like zoned out and disassociated and just kept rambling about the thoughts in my head coming out or what. But holy fuck. Um, yeah. Uh. It, it It is everything I wanted to say, but I just kept rambling, which was odd, but um, I'm not going to cut it out. I'm just going to leave it because fuck it. Why not? Um, I want you guys to hear the ramblings of a psychotic fucking witch, I guess. Um, definitely going to blame Mercury Retrograde for that shit, but it was quite odd because I don't remember saying a lot of it. I don't know. It is what it is. Um, things are fucked up and weird. It's Mercury Retrograde. It is what it is. But it all does have a point, I promise you. It's like we were talking about how different things and actions and, and things happen and it's a sign. It's a sign. Or we feel it and we're like, oh, okay, this this helps me to ex, you know, decide to do something or this explains this or whatever. It's like, you know, when you're driving in the car and you're feeling some kind of way something's going on in your life and a song comes on the radio and you're like, oh, that's a fucking sign right there. It's like the universe knew you needed to hear that song or you needed a sign or you needed that to happen or um, something, you know, going on and an ad pops up and it's just like, oh, you know, I do need that or I do need help with that and not like the ads like Facebook listens to us and I was talking to my husband the other day about Old Bay seasoning and then an Old Bay fucking seasoning ad came up on his Facebook and he doesn't eat seafood at all. And if you know anything about Old Bay, you know it's mostly for like seafood shit, but it's just weird. We've never bought it. We've never talked about it in this house. He's never visited anything even remotely related to Old Bay and the fucking ad popped up like hours after we talked about it. So it's kind of weird. Not that kind of sign popping up, but things happening while you're dealing with something and, and a song comes on or you see something and you're like, that's a sign. That's a fucking sign right there. And that's what I'm talking about, guys. This is the type of shit that will help you get somewhere or make decisions or feel a certain way. It's going to have an effect on you of some sort if it has the power to because you've given it that kind of power. And let's just be honest, guys. We do that a lot. We we let things have power that probably shouldn't, but we do. So, um, we've covered sigils in a previous episode. These are, you know, can be made for you, by you, to help you. Sigils are 
basically a great example of an of a, a sign or symbol that we give power to. We make sigils, or you you know you find one that you like and calls to you. But we make you know when we make our own sigils, we make that design and we give the, that the power to do whatever we want it to do. For instance, um, I made a sigil and put it on the refrigerator to help me with healthy eating. You know, this, this sign represents my health, my future, my happiness, my life. It was a symbol that I associated with healthy, healthiness, being healthy, being better, putting better things into my body. And I put it on the refrigerator to remind me for when I went for that, you know, snack that I really didn't need or something. It was, it was reminding me, no, let's make a better option or choice, you know, let's, let's opt for something better. Let's go with a healthier snack or something to that effect. I gave that sign the power to make me feel like I needed to do better when I saw it. That's the whole, that's the point here of signs and and symbols and omens. We give it the power. We control that. We are the only ones that control how these things make us feel. We can train ourselves to change that feeling whenever we want, whenever we choose to, because we are the ones in control of the power that we give to these things. You can make your own sigils, I've said that before, and make it whatever you want. But if you don't tell someone what that means, they may not know. Because it's something you made and you assigned power to. But if it's someone like you're close with, like say, you know, my husband, Travis, he knew what that sigil meant because I told him what that sigil meant to me. So therefore, when he saw it, he knew what it meant. To him, it had a different meaning because he didn't want me to overdo it to the point where I got myself sick trying to be quote-unquote healthy too much or not eat because I was worried about my weight or whatever the case may be. To him, it had a different meaning. To him, it was bad in a way because it made him worry about me. There's the whole... (laughs) This is the whole great thing with, with signs and symbols. They only have the power we give them and they can mean one thing to us and a hundred million things to a hundred million different people. We have to trust ourselves to allow that power to be given to it and to believe it and to follow it, you know, and actually have it. (laughs) It's just crazy to me that we can have so many different things out of one one thing. And it just shows you how diverse the world is. Because I can have this symbol that means so much to me in one way. But it means something different to my husband in a completely different way. And it's the same fucking symbol that even I created and told him what it means. But it triggers a different feeling for him when he sees it. And that's the power that we've given it. Why we're on the subject, as I was talking last uh, last segment about tattoos, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to talk about tattoos because they're symbols. I mean, most of the time, tattoos are signs, symbols. And the same effect that a picture is a sign or a symbol of someone you love or don't love or hate or whatever. It represents that person. Tattoos, in the same effect, 
represent different things. And I only talk about this just because I find it very funny of um, some of the stuff that's been going on here lately. And I've been reading on, I, I follow a lot of um, tattoo shops and tattoo artists and stuff on face on uh, TikTok because Travis obviously, you know, does tattoos and I am covered or not as covered as I'd like to be, but I'm in there. Um, it's funny because some people expect every tattoo on your body to have a meaning. They don't, but at the same time they do. So, hear me out. You may not have specifically chose to have a flower tattoo on you for any specific reason or meaning. But, when you look at it, you picked it because you like the color. You like the you liked something about it. Something about it drew you. It made you get it. It may have absolutely no fucking legit connection or meaning other than you like the way it looked. But that still has a connection to you because it's a part of your aesthetic of who you are as a person. It is an extension of your personality. Now, other people might see that flower and be like, oh, she is or he is blah, 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 because that's what they associate flowers with. They may be like, oh, with that flower on them, they are all about peace and love and harmony because that's what they've associated flower tattoos with. The point, the point is here is that we all see things differently. Everybody, no matter what you choose to put on you, tattoo-wise or sigil signs, whatever, any kind of any of this, everybody's going to see it in their own way they want to see it. Now, you may get a tattoo that has a lot of fucking meaning. Like I have, for instance, I have one that says K and it says later tater and has a picture of a potato under it. Literally has a potato drawn under it. Someone else that may... They see it and think, oh, she likes corny jokes. That's funny. It is a sentimental piece because my mother-in-law, I always called her tater. I always say later tater and she called me spud. She even drew a potato on my uh, birthday card when she put love you spud. So um, to me, that has a great meaning and it represents the relationship I had with her. But to other people, they may think it's a corny joke. Because we all see things differently. I'm getting a pentacle. Two of them, as I said earlier, tattoos on me. They're going to match on my arms. And some people will absolutely 100% think that I'm a devil worshiper. I'm a Satanist. I am evil. I am all these horrible things. When in reality, to me, that symbolizes who I am as a person. It represents the corners of the you know of the universe of everything it represents the elements of life water air fire everything and my brain just fucking blanked oh my god but you get what I you get what I'm saying like it represents everything earth the the gods the the everything literally everything when I see a pentacle, it just represents the universe to me as a person. To you, it can mean something else. Like I said, I'm going to get it tattooed on me. And there are people who are going to think that I'm a devil worshiper. I'm evil. I, you know, I'm into satanic cult stuff. And it's not. That's not it at all. It's just crazy and awesome how we can all be so different, but yet we're so alike that we all take our own things from it, but yet we're all taking something from it. 
I hope that makes sense. I really do. I really hope that actually makes sense. Um, this is a great time to talk about tattoos to, to say whatever you want to get on you, get on you. It is your body, your choice. You are the only one who has to be happy with what is on you. Just keep in mind that others will see it and they will have their own judgments about it. So if you are comfortable with being judged or, you know, comfortable with not caring what other people think, fucking go for it. Get what you want. Be happy. I know people are going to think horrible things when they see those pentacles, but I am comfortable enough in my own body and my own mind to know that they don't mean that I worship the devil or that I am satanic or anything like that. I do have to say, and I'm not telling you you can't do this. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm not telling you one way or the other, but this is my own personal belief. (laughs) I always have to tell people this. I don't know why, because everybody's like, oh, I'm surprised you don't have this tattooed on you. And it's always the same thing. And I'm going to tell everybody why I don't have it. I fucking love dream catchers. I think they are amazing. I think they are beautiful. To me, I have them all over the place because it's not just about bad dreams for me. They connect and, um, capture all of the negativity around and then I cleanse them to get rid of that negativity but dream catchers are meant to to attract and to capture and hold onto negative things bad dreams negative spirits all the negativity is drawn in and attracted to dream catchers right okay we can cleanse our dream catchers with sage and such and make it fresh brand new people always ask me why I don't have a dream catcher tattooed on my body because I don't want to attract negative things to me and not be able to cleanse it if I my dream catcher gets where it's full negativity and I cannot cleanse it I can get rid of it I could properly bury it and get rid of it and it's fine I cannot properly cut off my tattoo and get rid of it if I cannot cleanse off the bad energy that's been attracted to that dream catcher tattoo on me I love the way they look. I've seen so many beautiful dream catcher tattoos. I think they are just fucking gorgeous on people. But I personally, myself, Cassie Godfrey, would never get a dream catcher tattooed on me. I got a mobile, which I'm still leery about. But I know the mobile is different from the dream catcher. To me, a mobile symbolizes the the flow of life and the spinning there's just so many different things it's hard for me to describe it has some personal feelings to me um it just means something different to me than a dream catcher obviously but people are still gonna look at that and be like oh she got dream catcher on her it's not a dream catcher like look at the picture guys my the point is i'm comfortable enough with people being like oh she did exactly this or whatever she thinks this because she has this on her I don't care what you think about my tattoos. I love them. They all make me happy. They all represent me as a human. They represent my feelings, my thoughts, my everything. From the most random of tattoos. Shit. I have a light bulb that busted with bats coming out. And someone asked me, what what does that mean? Alright, retrograde. I see you fucking knocking my microphone off. Nobody fucking touched anything. And there went goddamn flying. Y'all, retrograde is really fucking with me here. That probably wasn't retrograde. That was probably the spirits, but it's fine. Guys, it was fucking weird. Nobody touched anything. Like, I'm literally here by myself, sitting here. And the fucking microphone just 
toppled over off the altar. Thank God I caught it, but I don't even know if the soundings. I I don't know. That was creepy. Anyway, continuing on. Someone asked me what the meaning was behind my broken light bulb with bats coming out. And I said, it's cute. And they're like, what do you mean it's cute? It doesn't have a meaning. It doesn't have meaning. No, it's got some kind of meaning. It means it's part of me. It's a part of my aesthetic. It's part of things that I like. It probably does have some deep down meaning if I really wanted to assign some meaning to it. But at this point, I'm just really happy with the thought behind it and the look of it. I think it's cute. I have a voodoo doll on me also, a baby voodoo doll with a couple pins sticking out of it and some scratches and tears and that one does have some meaning. Nobody ever asked me if that one means anything. They just think, oh, well, that's just stupid or why do you have that on you? That's dumb. For me, that voodoo doll, that little baby voodoo doll represents the things that life has done to me. And when I say life, I mean things I probably made to happen to myself by stupid choices but it's overall life has you know beat me the fuck up and stabbed me punched me kicked me cut me destroyed me but I have not completely lost the battle I'm still going every fucking day I'm going harder every time and I'm going to continue to fight my way through the stupid shit in life that's fought to hold me back me back and that's what that tattoo means to me and that's something that people think mean nothing because they think oh that's a silly stupid tattoo that's the one that has meaning the light bulb with the bats coming out yeah it's a cute cute tattoo i can put meaning into it but i don't have to people keep asking me why i have eyes on me all the time why do I, why do i want tons of tattoos on me why do i want tattooed eyes everywhere right now i'm sitting in nine of them and i've got plans to get at least seven more at the moment um, I just working on it, obviously, little by little. To me, the eyes represent the, the fact that people are always judging me. No matter what, no matter how far I succeed in my career, in this podcast, in anything, people are always fucking eyes on me, judging me constantly. That's what the eyes mean to me. That's why I have eyes on me all the time. I just want more eyes tattooed on me. Because I'm constantly being judged no matter what I do. I'm fucking being t- judged anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Right? Right. So, again, you're probably like, Alright, Cassie, we talked about your tattoos. We talked about signs, symbols, sigils that we've already talked about before. Like, get to the fucking point. What is all this? Just rambling shit? No. I promise you there's a point. And we're going to get right to it. Right now. Okay, so just to recap, we're talking about signs, sigils, symbols, omens, all of those things. They all have a power that we've given them. We see these things, or these things happen, and we instantly feel something. We, we react in some way, whether it be taking action, actually doing something, making a decision, feeling a certain way, just some way we react there's some reaction when we see these things okay now i promise you all the points of this and it actually started in the very beginning the intro part where i was talking about retro mercury retrograde and me having these feelings and of course i ignored them and ended up being something i needed to fucking pay attention to if we can give the power to all of these things and react 
subconsciously just react when we see these things? Why are we ignoring our gut feelings? On your path, things happen and you have a feeling about it, but you ignore it. Because you didn't get a sign. You didn't get a sign, you know, you didn't... It wasn't bold for you, bold enough. It wasn't there enough. It wasn't something literally flashing with a meaning, an exact meaning for you of what it meant. Our gut intuition is one of the fucking strongest powers that we have. Especially being witches, we have fucking sharpened those powers throughout our path over and over. Every time as we do something, as we do another spell, we do another ritual, we practice any kind of divination, whatever, we are extremely efficient in sharpening that skill. We have become very aware and awoke and awoke. We've become very aware and we have become awakened. Awakened, yeah. To <laughs> shit, I can't fucking speak. Two things around us. But yet we still choose to ignore our gut feelings, our intuition, our bodies telling us that something is not right. We choose to ignore that. It has more power than anything here that we've given power to, symbol-wise, sigil-wise, sign-wise, omen-wise. Our bodies are connected to our minds and our souls, which are connected with the fucking universe and the energies around us, and yet we still choose to ignore our own fucking bodies telling us something. I know I'm not the only one. I am literally sitting here today telling you guys to trust your guts as I did not do myself two weeks ago, which would have avoided a lot of fucking trouble and pain and everything, but I didn't fucking do it. So that's why today I'm coming here to you guys to tell you, me included, we have to start trusting our fucking guts, our intuitions, our instincts. If something seems awry, it is. You're not feeling that way just because you ate something bad and that, oh, you're just going to blow it off. Oh, I'm just tired. That's, that's all it is. That's why I feel this way. Or I'm just, I'm being paranoid. No, you're not. You're not. What is the harm of checking into those feelings of acting or reacting or doing something to follow through with that feeling? Your body is your greatest fucking asset for your craft, your life, your everything. We have to learn to trust ourselves. We, we put so much trust and so much power in all of these other inanimate objects and things and, and signs, numbers, whatever. But we can't give our bodies that same power. We have to start doing that. We have to start embracing the powers that we have inside of us. It is the same thing as seeing a sign or a sigil or an omen and be like, oh, right there. Yep, that's it. When your body lets you know that something is up, it's up. And it could be from every time something bad happens, I just get this headache and I know something bad's going to happen, but you ignore it. You get that headache. You're like, oh no, it's just, it's just being tired headache or I just need more water headache or something. You play it off to something. I didn't eat very much today or my, you know, I, I maybe just need a nap or something. Stop ignoring the signs from your body. They're doing these things for a fucking reason. I am the first one to admit that I don't fucking listen to my body near enough. I don't. 
I ignore it. I push it to the side. I pretend that it's not fucking telling me shit because I don't want to go down that road. And now we have to start doing it. It will save us in the end if we actually just listen to our bodies. It will save us so much trouble and pain and fucking time, honestly. The healing process from getting hurt or having some kind of trauma or even like, you know, an issue that will last. Again, I I can't really get into specifics on the specific situation I'm talking about, but there are things that happen and then we let them live rent free in our head for a long time. And these things can be prevented because we had a feeling and we fucking ignored it. We have to start listening to our bodies, especially now, guys. The world is very fucked up right now. Things are getting worse all around us. We have wars going on in different places. We have things happening everywhere. We're Here in the U.S., we're going backwards in time as far as our liberties and our privileges. Not even privileges, our fucking rights are being stripped away from us as women, as LGBTQ plus people, as fucking human beings. Our rights are being stripped from us here right now in the U.S. and it's only going to get worse. Other countries are at war. Other countries are having their own fucking struggles. We have to start listening to ourselves, our bodies, and taking action when we feel these things, when we see these things, when we have any little sign that something's happening. Those red flags, you have got to quit ignoring them because they're there for a reason. They're not just popping up because you're paranoid. They're not just popping up because you didn't drink enough water or you're tired or whatever. Your greatest fucking asset, your greatest tool is your fucking mind and your body. And they're working together to send you a sign that something is fucking up. And if you don't listen to it, you're going to pay for it. Trust me, I'm there already. I, you know, that's one of the things I love about these podcasts is because I can sit here and talk all fucking day long about all the things that I know and share my knowledge. And I'll be damned if every fucking time after I'm done, the universe does not come and say, listen, bitch follow your own fucking advice, bam, here's some fucking karma for you. All the time. It happens. I've got to start learning to trust my own self much more. I stopped trusting myself because I didn't like the things that were happening. Um, I, I didn't want to know things, so I just ignored them. And it makes it way worse. So, listening to your body, trusting your gut, trusting your instincts, and acting may hurt a little bit in the beginning, but it's not going to last forever, and it's going to be easier to deal with than putting it off, ignoring it, and then being like, oh, I, I, you know, I had a feeling this was happening, I had a feeling this was going to happen, fucking do something about it before it happens. Again, I know I'm literally sitting here telling you guys stuff that I didn't do myself, but this was a wake-up call to fucking listen and to start doing shit and start trusting my body and and the signs it gives me. And and it's, it's time. It's time to take a stance and take my fucking intuition back and be in control of it and to use it to my advantage like I used to do. I've gotten so comfortable with things just being peachy in places and and things that I 
got myself burnt by thinking things were okay everywhere and they're not. When you have one person in the world that is your your person that you can share everything with, you could talk everything through, one person in the world that knows you more than anyone else in the world, and that's all you have, you get very comfortable with just being used and abused and taken advantage of or having your guard so far up that you don't fucking even see signs around you that are happening. Travis is my one fucking rock. He's the one that I know is there, ride or die every time. I have a few friends that are that I consider, you know, I could be there for. I mean, well, technically one solid friend that I know 100% if something happens, she'd have my back in a heartbeat. But other than that, it's Travis. I mean, the kids too, but I have to learn to stop keeping those fucking gates so goddamn high that I am blinded by shit because I've just got everything built up that I ignore my feelings and guts and everything because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to let down that wall enough to let anything happen. I ignore the flags. I ignore the the issues. I ignore my fucking intuition. And then shit happens and it takes a while to go back and to build that back. And that's the whole point of all of this. We give these powers to all of these different things except for ourselves. We are hindering our own power by ignoring ourselves, our bodies, our minds, our guts, our everything. And intuition for things is a beautiful fucking thing if you listen to it. Don't waste it. I talk about this all the time and I need to, I know I need to start, you know, following my own advice a lot more, but for a very long time I was very good about my premonitions and following them and, and going after them, but I just got so comfortable of keeping that guard up that I'm like, yeah, you know, nothing can hurt me because my guard's up and I would, you know, I'm looking for bigger things than ignoring my, my gut and and that's not good for that's not good for me. It's not good for you. It's not good for anybody. So the entire point of this, like I said, trust yourself, guys. I, I think I talk about this in every fucking episode of trusting our guts and our intuition and stuff. We have to. It is super fucking important that we are prepared. We are ready. And we embrace that power that we have inside of us it's not a power we've given ourselves it is a power that is there that we have learned to listen to understand and embrace it's like a built-in fucking alarm system you know it's letting you know ahead of time that something is coming and we just fucking ignore it As, like I said, as witches and people in the craft, we have sharpened this fucking skill so much with our awareness and, and being, you know, awoke, woken, woken, there we go, one of these days I'm going to learn the fucking words right, um, we, we've really sharpened it over our path, you know, over our time on the path and, and learning everything, we've sharpened those fucking skills so much, but we still continue to ignore them. With everything going on today, we have to be 
more proactive about taking action and doing something when we feel these things. Especially when you try to make those feelings go away or you try to ignore them and they still keep coming back. That is your your intuition saying, hey, hello, knock, knock a little louder. I'm here. I'm not going away. We have to start embracing it. And I know, like I said, guys, I keep repeating myself. I didn't listen to my own and it got me in a jam, but that is my last time of not listening to my myself. I will fucking fully on listen to my guts and my intuition every fucking step of the way from now on, no matter what it is, because I don't want to do this again. I don't want to deal with this again. Trusting ourselves and believing in ourselves is so very important because if not, then what are we doing? Honestly, what are we doing? We are amazing fucking people. Our craft is a beautiful thing. It's a very spiritual, personal thing for each one of us. And if we choose to ignore these things, the strongest fucking tool we have, then what's the point? Honestly, seriously. When we do spells or rituals, we trust ourselves and our guts that what we're doing is going to work. We're manifesting and making it happen. But when things happen without us initiating it and we just get that feeling, we're like, oh, no, it's fine. It's nothing. But when we create that feeling, we believe it. This is the time to let loose and give full control to your body and your mind and start believing in yourself. Because I believe in you. I believe that you are an amazing soul. I believe that you are on the right path right now. I think that you are going to go so far with your craft and have such an amazing life full of experiences if you just embrace your strongest fucking gift, your intuition. You know, I've said before, we all have the ability to be sensitive and, you know, in a way psychic but not if we ignore it. Not if we ignore every fucking sign our body gives us. That is all I have for today. Sorry for rambling on, but this one kind of was difficult this week because it was very close to home for me as a sign that I need to... um, start paying attention to things and doing and listening to my gut and, and following through with that so uh, sorry about that the cat was doing something trapped I just stop her then yeah so um yeah so follow your gut listen to yourself start using your greatest tool your greatest asset as always, if you need anything, email thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. I see I have about four more to answer. They flooded in last week um, after I let Roy know that my email had been hacked or whatever the case may be, so I didn't get everything. So they've been flooding in. I've been trying to keep up. Um, I, like I said, I think I have about four more to get to. Um, 
I will put the information for the book in the show notes. They will also be posted on the Basic Witch Facebook group and on Instagram. Bless be y'all. Love you. Bye.